When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Thanks for hanging out at Tail Varsity Radio Hour 2. We're presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark, as we welcome in Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride. We'll get to some of your Ask Charlie questions in a little bit. And uh, we say hi to Coach McBride. Coach, do you have your, uh, your bracket printed off for the NCAA tournament? How are you doing? Did we lose him? Maybe. I'll double check. Coach, do we have you? Hello. Give the, give, give the phone a little jiggle. Sometimes the phone gets stuck. Coach, uh, third time the charm, do we have you? We'll reconnect. Okay, we'll go fix that. So that makes me sad. That's the, uh, the build-up. <laughs> the, uh, the phone lines here around this building do, in fact, do that. The blown so. coverage. It's <laughs> a good way to put it. Right now, Coach is like, who's... Trying to get a hold of me. No, I love you, Coach. We'll uh, be back with you in just a moment. So, Coach McBride will join us. But this has been fun the last couple of weeks anyway with Ask Charlie. The uh, spring the spring session is is on hold. And then we're, uh, we're ready to go with, um, with spring ball a week from today. Yeah, and still time to get you some of your questions in here for the Ask Charlie segment as I see Connor reconnecting over in the studio. At Herbal Essences for me, at Schmidt underscore radio for Schmitty, and at C underscore Clark 27. Give us your questions for Charlie, and I think we're back. Coach, we have you now. Uh, how are we doing? Oh, I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, it sounds like I'm just, it. I'm just waiting for you to come back to talk to me. <laughs> well i am so sorry about that uh you're like where am i where am i what's happening phone line issue on our part so thanks for your patience coach have you uh oh. dove in yet to, to your ncaa tournament picks do you do a tournament bracket with family and friends every year well i usually do but since i've been out here you know I, i've been busy and uh you know, going around, I went to talk to a couple of the, I think about six or eight of the kids that I coached here at ASU for lunch the other day. And, awesome. And so I've, I've been talking with John Reinhardt, a good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. That he played at Nebraska, and he lives out here. I spent some time with him and, and uh, so and some other people that I knew out here. We got They got a big, big Husker club out here. It's uh Huskers N, it's called mm-hmm. Huskers N Arizona, and uh, they probably have three or four hundred people involved in it. Now, Charlie, from your story, you told us a couple weeks ago about uh, that week that you were a betting insider and you were investigated by the FBI. I got to get your take. 
Who do you have winning it all this year? You, you can really help me in my bracket because I don't want to lose. <laughs> hey, look, at, I have to look at that thing because usually I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> we got re, to rephrase I, I that. I haven't even seen it, to be honest with you. And uh, I, haven't, I haven't even looked at a TV or anything. You know, you get out here, you're outside all the time. Yeah, because so I haven't even really looked at it. So you know, you have to give me a break there. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't know. It, you know, sometimes when you have a year where you don't know, it's usually some team that comes up all of a sudden in during the tournament mm-hmm. and gets hot. You I'm, know, I I remember some of the smaller schools in the past you know, have done it, and, um, you know, and people just sit there and can't believe it, and it happens. And that that, that tournament can turn into crazy people, you know. And mm-hmm. it's it's really, it really, to me, is a, is a great tournament. That's Charlie saying the FBI could use this as evidence. You're getting nothing out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they can contact him, and uh, it was uh, not a – not an intentional deal. Charlie McBride's joining us here. I have been kicked off uh, camera here, so we'll uh, we'll deal with that. <laughs> but coach, Nebraska has a, a week to to chill out, and then they're going to get after it with spring football. One of the questions that came into us: What's your reaction when Coach Rule says the most important thing we can do is practice? That's his emphasis. As the guys get ready to go this spring, he's really, really focused in on practice, on confidence development, on on drilling to uh, to get ready. Well, what he's going to do, I think, is find out, run the type of drills and things, so they're going to find out who the best people are. Mm-hmm. That's that's where they have to make a decision because they haven't they haven't been around these. You know, they've been around the kids inside, but they. Some of them are a little different outside. Some of them are a little better than they thought they were, and you know, from the inside part, um, you know, that maybe that the guys, especially where you find guys that don't test quite as good, mm-hmm. maybe on some of the things they're doing, that they get outside all of a sudden they look at them, and even though they don't test that good, they're really good players. Charlie McBride's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. They are doing a, a, a full assessment. They've also got to get the roster numbers down. Coach, how are you able to confidently – well, I guess the better way to put this is what's the, the timeline? How long do you give a guy to pop before – not necessarily you move on from him, but you start looking elsewhere for answers with some positions of need? You know, it's really funny how how some players react. I mean, I've been in a position where I've told players that they probably weren't going to play at all, and they'd basically just be on the scout team if they wanted to stay. They're welcome to stay. You know, if not, we'll. And you want to go on and play football? We'd be more than happy to, you know, to help you out and find a place for you. You know, and uh, most of the time it would be something in state, but. You know, there can be other schools, but, I mean, we did it. The in-state people were really ready to pick up some of our players, and they did. Uh, 
Jason Light, for example, who's the you know the general manager John of the, of the Bucks, is mm-hmm. was a player that I think and that was in that category. Later on, as he got, he played a couple years, and then I think he moved on down and went to another school, and you know it worked out good for him. It was here in Lincoln, and he played, and it was I think he ended up being captain and. Um, and but he came over and lifted at the, you know, at the university with all the guys that he started out with. So mm-hmm. there's all kinds of things, and some kids just want to go to school. You know, they tried it, they and they have in their minds that if I make it, you know, that's all the better. But if I don't, I'm not gonna, you know, let it blow me up. I'm gonna stay here and get a degree. Coach Charlie McBride is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And to go along with what Chris just asked you, Coach, about the roster thinning out, the QB room has been something that we've talked about over the offseason. When do you expect that room to start thinning out and getting your top, well, say, five guys? What? Well, here's the thing. You know, we, we our testing program was something that, uh, that we had to cut down our walk-on program at one time. You know, we had, we were just had too many people, and Tom felt like we needed to to get it changed and get and some of the players we had. So we did set a, 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 a score scores for the test. Mm-hmm. If they couldn't make those scores, then they they knew ahead of time that uh, you know they weren't going to be able to to play. It wasn't, and so it those things helped us get out from under some of the kids that. You know that uh, that we're here, and we were a little more lenient when it came to walk-ons at the time. Now, you know, then we had a change. We changed the program some, where we really, you know, had to know before they came by film and coaches' recommendations and things like that. Whereas in the past, they might just call up on the phone and say, "I want to walk on," and that 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 got us in a little bit of trouble numbers-wise. Mm-hmm. So they they can do it that way, you know. And I think by by saying that you're you you are uh, over, uh, a lot of players know it already and understand it. That if they don't uh, perform, that the chances are probably they're going to have to move on. A lot of players understand if I can't make it, you know, at Nebraska, and I want to play big time football, that I'm just going to pass and and get my degree and go on with it. And uh, so each kid has his own, you know, kind of his own philosophy of what he wants to do, especially the ones that are the down, maybe down the liners a little bit. Coach, it's going to be a a spring session where maybe guys end end up changing positions. Mm. Uh, There's, uh, a lot of flexibility with this defense, and and it r- really reminds me of you and and the and the defensive minds just getting so much speed on yeah. the field when you switch to that four three in the early nineties. What's the trick? What's the secret to having that chat with a guy? That all right, we really want you to play. We think you you can do well. How do you get that trust? <laughs> to be uh, where it needs re- to be to get him to switch yeah, spots. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when we changed to a 4-3, you know, we were in a we were in kind of a five-man front basically and uh and and we stacked our backers sometimes so it 
you know, it might be a 5-3 instead of a 5-2 or something like that. And uh, But the idea of the whole thing was our outs- the biggest change was our outside linebackers who were always standing up. And, uh, you know, they had to put their hand on the ground now. <laughs> and uh, a lot of them became better players for mm-hmm. it. And because of the rush, that we would call them rush ends, um, we changed kind of our terminology a little bit uh, and made them think that it was, you know, more valuable, I think, by just saying you're an end or an outside backer. You're now an end. But we called them a rush end. And so that put them in the pass rush category. And a lot of them, uh, we, we did some things with them probably – uh, more than you know, a lot of people do um, with them, and I think it added to their, you know, they, their importance, and it added also to the fact that they enjoyed it more. Uh, they had more things to kind of uh, do, and I think uh, it it turned a lot of guys. I think you know, even Treb, if you talk to him about it, uh, I think you'll you'll see that uh, you know he went to one of the top rushers. Uh, Back man in a, in in a, you know uh, in Nebraska, I mean he's one of the top guys right now. I think and still in record holding and things like that. So there are some guys, but it also gave us a chance. To size wise, we re- you really didn't have to be a huge person. You had to be a guy that could really motor. I mean, you know, you had to be a guy that could really, you know, had speed, quickness, explosiveness, and uh, you know, you you were you had to be an athlete, uh, probably a little more so because of the being the rush end part of it. Um, you know, as you know, in the NFL, a lot of those guys are six five, two sixty or seventy, and can really move. And uh, Neil Smith would be put in that category, for example, and. Trev was in that category and things like that. So uh, Jason Peter moved, I think, outside the defensive end from um, inside tackle because mm-hmm. he had some speed and he had some quickness and things like that when he went to the Panthers. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things you can do with it um, uh, because you've had that experience of standing up before. So you kind of. And kind of guys really paid attention to to a lot more de- attention to you that you've been able to do both things. It's kind of like a quarterback doesn't he doesn't ever get under the center nowadays. <laughs> and some of them that do both, I think you know that that's a big help to them if they do both when they go to the NFL. Well, so there's all kinds of little things that you know that that made an advantage. The one thing we did was if you can look at it, you take your front, and you had three basic linemen, two outside backers with their with their five two defense, uh, and uh, now you're going to take one lineman out and put one speed guy in. Mm-hmm. So you're already making your team faster, wow. and so that's that's kind of what happened. We we took our two um, guys that were really physical people. Uh, put our nose was a bit stronger, tougher, you know, we real strong guy and our tackles were usually more athletic and things like that. And, and then of course the outside backers, that's what they were. And, um, 
a lot of our linebackers, especially the Will, we we looked for strong safeties in the and defensive backs that were had a little physical ability and but we weren't and we weren't sitting there saying they gotta be two thirty or two forty. They could be hundred and ninety five pounds to you know, and two hundred pounds in play. All about holding up, and you guys had a bunch of dudes that held up against the run, and that speed and athleticism, a big difference off the edge. Coach, I'm guessing it's about 75 and sunny where you're at. I will uh, let you know if and when it warms up up here, but a lot of fun to talk with you today, and we'll, we'll uh, get caught up with you, with you again next Monday, all right? Good. Okay, I hope the phones are working better. Out here, they drop, so you have to be careful. <laughs> careful. I mean, they, they they don't have as good of connections out here as we have back there. No, you're good. We're out in the we're in the boonies out. We're we're in we're in the Phoenix area in Scottsdale, mm. but we're we are in the horse ranch country. Oh well, that's good. Coach, enjoy. You take care. Thanks for the time, yeah. sir. Okay, thanks for having me. Talk to you later.